you're listening to the Commercial Finance Podcast by Lee Chandler, where we discuss industry insights, tips about lending, capital finance, business acquisitions, the worst investment you can have is cash, real estate acquisitions, your financial advice depends on who you are, and everything in between. This is the Commercial Finance Podcast. Hey, if you like the idea of gaining wealth, adding to your portfolio, and also protecting what you have, then I have a great treat for you. I'm going to give you a free guide and ebook that you can use that will show you to protect what you have. All you have to do is go to LelandBaptist.net forward slash 35. That's LelandBaptist.net net forward slash 35 and protect what you have. Oh, I got to continue. All right. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Hank Hunt. I'm with Lee. I'm one of the partners at Lee Chandler Enterprises. And um, my, my partner is uh, standing in the background and we have a, a very interesting dynamic a uh, young lady that's with us today. Her name is Jasmine Wilwa. And um, currently she's uh, out in San Diego, California. We have rain. I'm sorry, Jasmine. I apologize. It's raining here. Y'all probably haven't had rain in a month of Sundays. Is that so? It's <laughs> definitely not raining out here, but uh, well, we I'm would sorry. welcome it. Let's just say that. Um, but, uh, but, um, we're going to have, I think, um, after talking with Jasmine for a while, I don't want to steal her thunder. I, I think our listeners, Jasmine, will be, very, for those who don't know about you, I think they'll be very impressed and intrigued by what it is that you bring to the marketplace for mutual invest or for, for, for investors. Um, and, and even though you are on the higher end of the typical investment spectrum, I think that you will be able to let people know that there are still opportunities that will allow them to get from where they are to the to a to the bigger leagues, if not the big leagues, but a bigger league in in the whole investment, uh, uh, I would say, uh, industry, so to speak. Okay. So uh, as we've talked, if you'll just be so kind to let our viewers know a little bit about uh, about your company and uh, and then we'll just take it from there. Is that fine? No, definitely. Thank you so much, Hank. And uh, I appreciate you guys thinking of me to have me on the show, Leland as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, education is definitely key. What my first goal is, is to do that. About two years ago, we set out a mission, 5K and 5Y, which is just educate five families, 5,000 families in the next five years, excuse me, to learn about mortgage note investing. And so what we're doing, what my company is doing is called the Note Assistance Program. We're taking the normally reserved assets, which would be mortgages, the mortgages that you guys have right now. And we are teaching the average investor how to profit from them. So these assets are normally preserved for hedge funds, right? Banks, you wonder what Wall Street's doing on the bond side. They're buying mortgages and that's what the big fuss is about. And so a lot of us are not privy to the fact that we can even buy mortgages, right? 
um, yet and still we're partaking into this game. And so that's one of the things we're excited about bringing to you guys. And one of the, the questions I always ask listeners, if this is the first time hearing about it, is this. Do you have a mortgage? And if so, do you remember getting a letter from your servicer saying that you have to send your payments elsewhere? If so, that's what we do. So what, what, what I think I just heard you say is whomever it is that services the mortgage on the front end doing all the paperwork is not the person that will reap the benefits of your monthly mortgage installment. No, those are people that we hire, that you will hire once I teach you how to do this business. And once you get a mortgage and you buy one, you will have a servicer who will stand in between you and the borrower and collect the payments for you and do all the hard work, right? So just mm -hmm. think about the game Monopoly, right? When we play Monopoly, there's always that one guy in the corner with his hat, right? You may or may not know his name, but his name is Uncle Pennywise or Pennybags, excuse me, Uncle Pennybags. Yes. So look up Uncle, Uncle Pennybags and you will see that he is the guy, he's the banker of the game. And he sits there the whole time while we walk around and try to acquire this property and rent this rental and this hotel and we're running around and he's happy the entire time, doesn't care what we do, who loses it because he's a bank. He's doing nothing but watching us <laughs> run so, around. And that's what we're teaching people how to do is be the bank. So what, what the, you know, the, the, the net analogy is that the, 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 the bank always wins. Oh, and we know this. This is nothing new. Yes. Yeah. So you're okay. you, so you're teaching people how to be their own bank or be a bank, so to speak. I'm teaching you how to step into the shoes of the bank in the sense that no, we're not going to have you open up a you know, brick and mortar and take you know FDCI, uh, FDIC insured like deposits. But the main function of the banks before they started doing that mm -hmm. was to make sure that they can take these mortgages and 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 make money from them, right? And one of the fun facts that I found is that some of the biggest mortgage holders out there is still some of the companies in Britain. So our mother country really? is still, yeah. I, it's, it was the most mind blowing thing I just realized over the last two weeks, they still have, are still riding on our curtails, if you can understand. They're still living off of us. There's so much money made in mortgages. They are the ones that are holding most of it. So what I wanna teach you guys is, you know, one of my missions is to see if we can get a lot of our mortgages in the hands of Americans. And not just American companies, but Americans, because I do believe, and if you follow me, I do believe once we do that, we will be able to reduce the volatility that happens during these downturns like the recessions. So where am I going with that? Right now, we're in the middle of a recession. We may or may not feel it, some of us, but there's some mm -hmm. downtime for a lot of people, right? Right. A lot of these people, everyone is running around right now racing to figure out how they're gonna do what? Pay the bank. Whether it's your landlord or if it's your tenant, you guys are all rushing around to pay someone so they can get their payment to the bank. It's the person that holds their mortgage. Right. Yeah, right. Correct. So that's the position that you want to be in when things go crazy. If you ask me, right. Where you're sitting around just waiting for everyone else to figure out how to pay you. Now help, help me because as we were talking on the front end and, and I, and I think I understand what you, what you said um, in previous podcasts, we've been talking about pre foreclosures, trying to get people interested in pre foreclosures how do pre-foreclosures tie in with mortgage notes, if at all? Yeah, I, I probably need a little more clarity on what you mean by pre-foreclosures. What does that mean in your, in your industry? Um, from, in, in my understanding is that there's, a, there's an individual who hasn't made, in fact, we're going to be, I think we're going to hit that bubble sometime soon once the moratorium is lifted. Individuals yes, who have not been able to make their mortgage payment for the last 90 126 months and uh, and they 
will be faced with this enormous balloon payment that they won't be able to make and they're going to have to surrender their property. They're not in foreclosure. So they want to get from under this house and they don't know how to do that. So there's this Understood. foreclosure that you can, okay? Right, right. Okay, so if I understand correctly, you're talking about the market where you, you would approach the borrower and say, we understand that you may not be able to Correct. pay for the mortgage and let me help you creatively either sell the house, do a wrap and all that other good stuff Correct. that you guys are taught to do creatively. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really different in the sense that the pre-foreclosures that you talk about it, that's, you're still coming from the standpoint of, of the house, right? You still have right. to deal with the borrower, okay? Right. okay? What happens on my end is that we are the person that you eventually, we that mortgage can change hands three or four times while you're still <laughs> talking to the borrower, right? Gotcha. And so gotcha. okay. we're the one that's in control. I liken it to, one of the miracles about this industry is that everything we do with your mortgage, we do it while you're sleeping. You have no idea. You're at work, you're sleeping, mm -hmm. we're trading your mortgage all day. You are none the wiser. And unless we send you a hello or goodbye letter, right, from your servicer, you're none the wiser that we're making money off your mortgage. Your mortgages are traded. Here's a fun fact. Each mortgage that's created is traded enough times to create a million dollars worth of commissions. Wrap your head around that. You buy a mortgage, uh, one mortgage created by a bank, okay, your right. mortgage. And by the time you, the 30 years elapses on that, me and my friend will, date, will have traded that amongst each other so many times that we've created over a million dollars worth of commission. That's crazy. That's the power of what's happening right now. I mean, but that that's crazy. I was telling Leland, uh, I, I moved into a, a, a house um, August 1st of last year. Okay. And, and once it was, quote, seasoned, 90 days, six months, all of a sudden, I, I was just inundated with people who wanted me to, uh, to take another half percent mortgage deduction. And, you know, they were willing to give me more than, than my original mortgage and all that other stuff. And, you know, and it's like, okay, so that's not exactly what you're talking about. Or maybe it is what you're talking about. But, I mean, it's like a feeding frenzy. Well, what, what's happened with the mortgage industry, because we're so mature at this point, right, is that, and this is what we love and why I'll act in the secondary mortgage market. So the space, just to start from the beginning, I operate in the secondary mortgage market. Okay. So on the origination side, when you walk into a bank and you create a mortgage with them or you get a mortgage, right? You guys dress up nice and you tell them you're going to pay on time and they say, well, this is what we're going to give you. All that happens. As soon as the ink dries on that paper, there are different stages of which banks are going to call me to sell their loans. Okay. And that's when you will get that letter saying, please send your payment elsewhere. And so the origination side of it, right? Mm -hmm. That's when you're worried about credit. That's when you're taking, you're worried about credit scores and, and jobs and, and debt to income ratios. By the time it gets to me, I already see who you are, okay? You paid or you haven't paid, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and you've identified you as a- qualified already, right? So, hey, I, hey I'm good. I'm a, I can buy this. Well, the point is, is that you've qualified. You now have a loan, but the question is, is your loan, what is your loan worth? And the worth. loan is worth okay. you as your, your behavior, your paying behavior. So if I get your, I call up the loan uh, servicer and say, I would like to look by Hank's Hunt's loan but I'm going to ask him for the pay history and your servicing notes. Why? Because one, I want to make sure if you paid every month on time. A lot of people do not do that. A lot of people are always 30 days behind. So those are going to be what they call semi-performing notes. And we're going to price them differently, right? Because you're not paying every on time every every time. If you're, if you're perfect pay, then I may pay 90 to 100% par for that note. If I find someone there 90, 60, 10 years behind, which I will buy, okay, then I'm going to offer somewhere closer to 50 
60 cents on a dollar for that. And so that's how I'm making my money because I'm buying all these loans at a discount. And then going back to your part of the story is now I'm the owner of the loan and you're trying to get a hold of the borrower and saying, hey, I'm going to contact the bank, which is me. I'm going to find out a way to get in touch with Jasmine, Jazz up ending my company, okay, mm -hmm. and put forth some options to see if they will do a short sale, if they will do anything to entertain releasing the lien. And nothing happens until I do that. You either pay me off in full or I will work something out with you, but I'm the master of the, of the universes in that scenario. So that's mm -hmm. what I want you to understand. You guys are coming from the standpoint of we will help you communicate with your bank to help you get out of the situation. I want you to just say, I'm the bank. Let me know what you want to do. <laughs> and I'll let you know if it's, if we're going to let it roll or not. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, how, I, I think, I, I think, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, just in case for someone who's out there listening, how, how does, how does someone find out about the products that, that, that you have available to them, you know, um, because again, I'd never heard of, you know, what of of the non-performing notes in the sense that you're talking about them. So right. you know, most so, people think, why would you buy a, a note that's, and then they think, why would a bank sell a note that's performing? This is stuff that it goes against our basic intuition, and it really causes anguish <laughs> to the normal investor, right? Like, why in the world would a bank sell you a performing note? There's got to be a trick here. And why in the world would you buy a note, Jasmine, in North Carolina that was delinquent for over 10 years? Well, I made over 120% return on that note. <laughs> we'll have to share that story later. But these are the type of things that someone's got to deal, be the bottom feeders of this industry, in the secondary mm -hmm. mortgage industry. Someone's got to take these mortgages that have gone delinquent and bad and just clear them up. And that's what we're doing, right? We're doing, we're clearing up all the title issues. So a lot of you guys are used to renovating homes, right? Painting, hammering, putting in, um, putting in the, uh, the doors and all that good stuff. For us, we're renovating title. We're doing all the stuff that makes the, rel the traditional real estate agent just get stuck on stupid. We can't do anything with this house, the title's messed up. And it goes into this black hole. We're the people that know how to correct and fix that title and then mm -hmm. make it now marketable so you can get it onto the market. And so a lot of times what we're doing is we're buying the ugliest house, uh, sorry, the ugliest note <laughs> in, the, um, in the neighborhood, right? You might have that one house that's been vacant forever and every realtor says, we just can't get our hands on it because the title's dirty. We don't know how to get in touch with the bank. That's us. Wow. <laughs> so I'm training people to go out and get that title, that mortgage, clean it up, and then put it out there to the, to the realtor. Were you in the industry during the... 2007 to nine housing bust? Not in mortgage notes, but I was definitely in the industry as a stockbroker. I was, do, I was doing um, day trading and I was also doing um, uh, flips. Ah, okay. okay. Very familiar with real estate and I've been doing both real estate and um, financial advising for the past 25 years. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um... Is what is the, what is there an entry fee to uh to to play to play play in in your arena? Yeah, I mean, let's talk about this. So, as far as education, when you find out about our the assets and everything, we have strategically created a podcast called the Naked Notes Podcast. Feel free to check that out. It's an educational podcast just about mortgage note investing. If you start at season one, episode one, it's going to take you to why we started the podcast. Then it's going to start with what is a note. 
<laughs> all the way to how we profit with notes. So check out the Naked Notes podcast. It'll teach you about, we even have a whole episode on where and how we source notes, where I get my notes from, right? So I particularly get notes from banks. So I do not work with private investors. I work with hedge funds, small and large banks, credit unions. That's where I prefer to get my paper from. And I sell that to our members individually. And so what I can tell you is that mortgage notes run the gamut. A lot of you guys are thinking to yourself about the mortgage you have, right? If you're mm -hmm. in California, you're in New York, you're in Texas. You're like, I have a $300,000 mortgage. I can't afford to buy that. What is in between those states? We're buying mortgages in Indiana, North Carolina, Arkansas, right? All across America, there are mortgages. Alabama's a really, really great place right now because a lot of the mortgages that were written in 2007, 2005, right? These were very, very low mortgages. Now those houses, now the NASA's moving out there, right? These houses are now worth close to eighty dollars to $100,000. So you have to understand this is where we're getting our opportunity to make this amount of money is because we're buying based on the loan. So to be clear, uh -huh. we put our offers based on the unpaid balance, whatever's owed on the loan. But could, I'm sorry. Could you? Could you? Get you excited? <laughs> I'm sorry. I like it. Okay. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm quite expressive. Do I do apologize? Will, will you repeat what you just said? The the value of the loan. Yes, sir. That's the power right there. Okay. So let's talk about this. If someone has a loan, right? You originate a loan for hundred thousand dollars. Yes. And let's say they take eight years and they're paying it consistently, then they reach a hurdle, right? And also they're not making payments. For those eight years, the loan probably went down. Let's just pick a number. Let's call it 90,000, mm -hmm. okay? So he's paid down 10,000, there's 10,000 equity in it. I'm gonna come and paste my offer based on the 90,000, not the 100,000. And what happens is typically over those eight years, that house is now appreciated. So the house is now worth 150,000, right? <laughs> my loan is 90, so I'm gonna come in there and say this loan is not performing. I'm only willing to offer, call it 50 cents on a dollar. So I'm going to offer you $45,000 for this note. Okay. They're going to say yes. Now I'm in the note. Now I don't own the home, but I'm on the note for 45,000. The guy owes me 90,000 plus late fees, plus whatever else he's delinquent wow. on. So I'm going to pick up the phone and say, Hey, Mr. Hunt, assuming this is you in this yeah. scenario, which I know okay. it's not. That's, that's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll, you know, <laughs> you'll be the delinquent borrower today. And I'm uh -huh. going to say, Mr. Hunt, and I'm going to train you not yourself, but my service or my attorney, you're going to get a call and a letter, a notice of default letter saying, Mr. Hunt, you owe Miss Wilwa $90,000 plus all these late fees. So it's a total of $98,000. Here's your notice of default. What and how would you like to resolve this? So at that point, now we're cooking with fire, right? Now we've got a homeowner who's like, I need to figure out what I need to do. Not, not they take I mean, you house. got gas. You got gas now. <laughs> <laughs> and the house is worth $150,000. I'm only in a forty-five. It may take me another $10,000 to get across the board, paying the attorney, any back taxes, right? Yeah. But once I get full foreclosure done, now I own that house, I'm going to teach you to go and flip that and sell it to a flipper, right? Leave some meat on the bone, sell it to them. You got to, for, I don't know, we're in a 45, 55, sell it to them for 65, 75, let them make the rest of the profit. But this is how we're making money without leaving our homes, without going up, putting up bandit signs, without chasing, you know, pocket listings. We're getting inventory on a monthly basis, my community, the notice systems program, what we do is we send out inventory to our members on a monthly basis. This month alone, we've released over $28 million worth of unpaid balance. On average, it's between 20 and 80 million of unpaid balances UPB that we give you. It comes straight to your mailbox. You go through, you scroll through and you look at all the notes that are outstanding. You determine whether it's performing or not and you 
put in offers accordingly, and I let you know whether or not you are a successful bidder. Now, you, you mentioned about training. How, how long is this training program? You said four sessions. Well, I teach four times a year. So if you guys are interested in learning um, from me firsthand, I do two-day courses that I teach. This next one's going to be in July in Houston. So I have an office in Houston. We also do in New York and Los Angeles. So we have three, three, sorry, four locations, San Francisco, New York, Houston, and Los Angeles, where I teach four times a year. So mm -hmm. I make it convenient for you to drop in. And I will, for two days, give you a proprietary system on how to negotiate from banks, where to find these things, and how to profit from them. So that's one opportunity. The free uh, option is that podcast I mentioned, Naked Notes Podcast. So you can listen to that at any point. Just tune in right now. You can find it on Google, Spotify, iTunes. The two-day class is going to cost you $1,100 to be in person, $600 online at Zoom. If you show up on per in person, you can bring another uh, partner and split it in half. So it can be $550 for two people to attend in person. So that's one way to learn. Lastly, our proprietary program, that's the one where you get hands-on training and we walk you through buying a note and we get the inventory on a monthly basis. So we're gonna send you inventory for two years, right? You're gonna sign up for the program. The program itself goes through three phases. The first phase takes about four weeks, right? So you go through four weeks of training and then you start getting the inventory. And then we're expecting you, this is a pay, to play program, let's be clear, okay? You're gonna pay, and then now you're gonna be able to play in the sandbox with the big boys. We're gonna send you the inventory, you're gonna look through the tape, and once you find a note that looks attractive to you, we're gonna help you acquire the note, take it down and profit from it. That is the full gamut of the training. Once you learn that, we're gonna let you loose. Okay, so there's some hand-holding until there's some, uh, some success. The money made, right, exactly. Fantastic, fantastic. That's, that, is, that is absolutely crazy. Um, the goal, my friend, and I am going to encourage you since you're showing so much interest, if you reach out to, to us, Hank, I will definitely get you um, a comp ticket to our virtual online uh, meeting, that two-day thing I was telling you about. Yes. So it's going to be July 17th and 18th, Saturday and Sunday. If you let Latrice know, I will clear that we will get you a link so you can attend for the two days comp, courtesy of having me on this class, so you can let everybody know about the wealth of information if it's a real deal. If it is... Uh uh, I, we we talked about this, but I, I need to. My my mind is racing. Uh, I'm not feeble minded. I'm my mind is racing. It's just the excitement. Trust me. Don't not. Well, it, this it, is one of those things where it's hard to sleep after you hear about it. I I think I think, Jasmine, that ignorance ignorance is no longer is no longer an excuse, and ignorance is no longer bliss. There, there is so much information. And I think most people aren't further ahead in life. One, because they don't, they don't have the information that's necessary to do it. Or if they, if they find the information, now they either go through this, this analysis by paralysis or paralysis by, by analysis process where they, they, they're now afraid to, to just basically step out, because what I'm hearing you say is that if you have enough money to, to play, for the most part, there's not much to lose. Well, it's about, it's about risk and mitigation. So here's what I want to tell you. You can't come to this program, you can't come to this side of the market with a traditional entrepreneurial hat. You're not starting a business in that traditional sense where mm -hmm. you want to cut costs, and try to, you know, 
the whole income and expenses thing. This is a business where you are buying a asset can, that's considered trash. Okay. You know right. this up front, you're right. buying junk. Okay. And so you're going to be, first thing you're going to do is you're going to outlay a lot of money before you make money. So you have to understand. So this is a loss mitigation. You're going to get something that you know is a losing asset. And now your goal, your job is to mitigate that loss and turn it into a profit. So that's the first thing that's a different mindset that's needed that you have to come here with in order to succeed. But yeah, one of the things is, is a lot of people just, once you realize the opportunity, the second thing, like you said, is not just believing that you have an opportunity to take part in this game. Right, For right. so many years, this education has been intentionally hidden. Okay, this particular part, okay? There's a lot of different opportunities as you mentioned out there, but the bank specifically on a daily basis constantly put out ads, right? To make sure that you are buying mortgages from them at this rate, to make sure that you are comfortable with the 0.05% rate, right? They indoctrinate us with this, knowing right. good and dang well the type of money that they're making on this side. So this is a covert effort to keep you guys from knowing about this. And here I am now going to put this on blast. I'm that person that you should never let them in. You never told me. <laughs> so, so what I just heard you say that in the past, it has been intellectual manipulation. And there's a reason when you see these profits, you won't know why. I got to tell you, I've said this before and I'll stand by it. This is not for everyone. The money looks good. Don't get me wrong, but you have got to have the mindset to deal with it. And that's just the bottom line. Whether you're buying a performing note where they are just supposed to pay every time, there may be a time where they're late, right? And you cannot freak out at that point. You need to act like a bank and go through the legal procedures. So that's, that's one of the things where, you know, we teach you about the mindset and how to get that. That's what's most important. So what, what I'm hearing you say, um, um, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old athlete, but what you're saying is that you teach, <coughs> a person gets the playbook, but then you help them to understand the various plays. Yes, and, and read in between they, the lines. Yes, okay. Oh man, this, this is crazy. This, this is the banking game is all about the gray areas, right? It's one thing to get the math. So there's a lot of spreadsheets. You want to make sure that you, I, 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 I say this facetiously, but make sure that you don't mind reading. You like reading. It's all about contracts, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to be going through contracts. You want to make sure that your math skills and your spreadsheet skills are up to par. You don't have to be A in calculus, but you want to make sure how to, you know, how to figure out return ROI on your money and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you are not intimidated by spreadsheets because we're sending you these, they're called tapes. And so you will, the last one we released had 43 assets nationwide from Alabama, Illinois, Texas, California on it. And these are all random addresses. So they're gonna send up to you in an Excel spreadsheet. So mm -hmm. like you said, a lot of times, now you have a new problem. Before your problem was, I don't have enough inventory. Now your problem is I have too much inventory. I think I'm gonna go uh, iron my shirts right now. <laughs> right. I think I'm okay. gonna go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a feast of famine. It's just one of those situations where because of the ebbs and flows of the market, uh, like, like right now, because um, you're on the other side of the market, but right now, based on what I've been reading, and, and, and that is that housing sales have gone up. However, there are not enough houses to enter to into the sales market right now. So there's a, a sort of a slowdown, a decline in pre-existing and the, and the home manufacturers haven't been able to manufacture fast enough to fill the void. Am I sort of kind of right with that? No, no, that's hundred percent what's going on. You hit the nail on the head in the beginning. The banks always win. So here's what I can tell you. During time of recession, 
I don't even know what I say. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm really caught in between this because I was raised a liberal. But I can tell you right now, during the recession, I make more money than I than I ever make during good times. Okay, we just mm-hmm. literally make more money during recessions, and then when times are good, we're making good money then. So right. banks are on the side where, you know, we have 12 million. Last I read, 12 million foreclosures, as you call them, pre-foreclosures, sitting there waiting. That the banks do not have enough staff. To deal with they've just been put on hold for this moratorium okay that's and, million and homes go ahead on the on the and plus the banks don't want to be they don't want to be the the landlord well not only that they also don't want to be the bad guy some of these guys you know they are not in the market to be foreclosing on you uh, for a house that's under a hundred thousand dollars right okay. next thing they're on channel 10 news with this guy whose house is worth less than hundred thousand dollars they're not into that right, right. <laughs> so what right. they want to do is risk mitigation remember that so once it becomes that the first thing they want to do is find someone to sell those loans to they don't want to go through the foreclosure their attorneys are expensive wells fargo's attorney costs ten thousand dollars just to touch the file my attorney a lot less, let's just say. So <laughs> what they will do is they'll sell me the loan. You so you know people? <laughs> I know people. So let's, you know, they'll sell me the loan. And but that's the beauty of it. This is a very private industry, the secondary okay. market. But okay. when you come through our program, what we do is we give you those resources. I work with the same bank that my seller works with. So when Aquin sells me a loan, I'll say, Hey, let me use your attorney. They'll say no problem, so I can finish it because the attorney doesn't want to lose the business just because we sold the loan. Right. And what I will in turn do is give you that attorney. So now you're cooking and with the chef, okay, who you have the same attorney that's foreclosing on, on bigger loans out there. So you're going to get hedgeway. You're not hiring your uncle, right? Or right. one of your best friends who just graduated from law school. They're not going to have the same chance of getting this foreclosure through on a regular basis. You're now working with the same bank, that uh, same attorney that's foreclosing on hundreds of thousands of loans <laughs> for bigger oh. banks. And it is throwing you into the cog of the system, just making it work. Plus, Jasmine, what, what, what I got from what you just said is that you are playing with the players. I mean, the people who understand the ebbs and flows, the ins and out of the process, you're just, you're, you're right there. And because, because you are there, they recognize you as a player and exactly. you're able to benefit from all of the ins and outs of that process. Am I, is that simplified? Yeah, we're just the bottom feeders. We're, we're the more and more we are in this industry, my company and my members are becoming mm-hmm. more integral parts of this infrastructure because again, okay. these banks, they know that I'm gonna buy their their junk, the stuff okay. that they don't wanna do and that I'm gonna do right by them, right? Okay. One of the things right now is that if, if they sell these things to predatory lenders, mm-hmm. someone that's not gonna treat the borrowers the right way and do things illegally, then it's mm-hmm. all going to trickle back, right? And so just because they sell me the loan doesn't mean that the lend the, the borrower is not going to sue me and then find out that they want to sue Bank of America because that's where the real money is. And so what they want to do is get rid of these assets into the hands of someone that they know is going to do it legally and properly. Mm-hmm. So once that relationship and trust is formed, they have no problem calling me and saying, "Hey, we're trying to get rid of these notes." Let, let me let me let me ask. Uh, let me digress a little bit, if I may. Yes. So. Not, you know, hypothetically, I sign up for your program. I come to your two-day seminar. I'm all juiced about the possibilities and things of this. Of this. Um, and, 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 I, and I think I have the resources to qualify. Right. Um, so after I've, I've paid to come to your class, now, now it's time to fish or cut bait. So I'm ready, I'm ready to fish. So what's the, is there, is there a, a, a sort of like a minimum or a, a standard fee of entry in that process? 
Am I getting too? Yes, yeah, so let's talk about that. We we actually touched base on that a little bit. I don't know that I finished my train of thought. So first thing I want to let you know is that there are different mortgage sizes across the board, right? Uh, I've paid. I bought a mortgage as low as four thousand dollars. Okay, the average mortgage that my community buys is going to be between fifteen to twenty-five thousand. Okay, and okay. so as far as next steps and what happens with my program, every program is different. What we do is we offer our proprietary hands-on program. If you want us to walk you through your first note, that cost is. $69.95, so a little bit under seven grand. You are welcome to bring a partner for that as well, split the cost. What will happen is you only we only want you to sign up when you're ready to buy. So like you said, I'm assuming you juice, you're ready to take action. Otherwise, if you still need more education, we will lead you to, we got books to recommend you for. Okay. This is not the program where you're going to get any CDs. You're not going to get any books. You're going to get hands-on. We're going to set up a call with you once a week, one call once a week. We're going to set up an hour call, do something, leave you with homework. You're going to come back the next call. And you're going to move forward progressively through phase one. After phase one, you're now released to start looking at the tape and you're gonna start looking at the inventory. You're gonna get it on a monthly basis. First month, second month, third month, no pressure, but we want you to find something that you feel comfortable moving forward within your price range. So when we talk about entry level costs, we mm -hmm. tell people typically what you wanna have is between 30 and $40,000 to get started. The good news is it doesn't have to be in your pocket right now. Right. Okay? You can find that in your self-directed IRA. All day, 90% of our people roll over money from their old jobs into a self-directed IRA. You're familiar mm -hmm. with those, right? Okay. And then they take that money to invest. So now they're in the game without having to upset their normal everyday life. So if you have $30,000, $40,000 sitting in the old IRA, contact myself or one of my vendors. I'll tell you who. They will teach you how to roll that over. Now you're playing with us. You get in the program. You do the, four, the, the phase one. You start getting inventory. This is where the money's going. Like I said, you're going to spend between seven, $7,000 for the education. You're going to pick up a note. Typically, let's say it's a $15,000 note. Now you're in about what, 22, right? Mm -hmm. right. In about 22,000. Typically, if you buy what we tell you to, which is meaning avoiding Florida, California, New York, New Jersey, those are higher expense, longer timelines. You're only going to spend another $5,000 to get you across the board, meaning to a possession of the home. So that other, you're going to now you're in about $27,000. So that's where we're coming up close to 30, 40,000. Right. And if you buy a larger note, or there's larger taxes, mm -hmm. so you're going to spend that $5,000 to pay your attorney, any outstanding taxes that are there and any ancillary costs for, you know, recording your documents, all that other good stuff. Now the foreclosure is complete. You have a home. Here's the good news. There are about 15 to 20 different exit strategies. So between the time you buy the note and you foreclose, you may make money somewhere between them. The, the last case scenario is that you're going to take possession of the home, right? Once you do that, if you happen to take possession of the home, that's when you reach out to those fortune builders guys or all those guys who are out there look hungry for inventory. Mm -hmm. You are typically going to be in this asset about 33 cents on a the dollar. These guys are going to end up paying you 33 cents on a dollar. Ask me how I know, because I know what they're looking for in their numbers. So that's how we're going to make money on that end. As mentioned, the bar can call up and say, I want to fight for my house. Do you mind taking payments? I, I have a reinstatement. I, I've got to refi and say payoff amount, right? So there's mm -hmm. so many different ways before you get that house mm -hmm. to make money. And that's why we love this game because of the options. It's not just two or three ways to make money in this business. You buy one note, you've got 10 to 15 ways to make money, my friend. Oh, okay. So this is a multifaceted uh, process. Um, you've mentioned self-directed IRAs a couple of times. And one of the things that we try to help people to understand is that if they're able to roll over their 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 corporate IRA into a self-directed IRA um, or 401k, then they can do things with it them, themselves. 
And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people know that they have the ability to do that. They just sort of kind of like letting it ride and yeah. someone else is managing. You can, you can, you can, you can make- Sometimes they're not even managing it. Sometimes no one's managing it. Sometimes no one's managing it. You're just sitting there getting nothing. So, <laughs> so, so people who have IRAs and 401ks, if you're not rolling them over to a self-directed IRA or 401k, you ain't making no money. Now, hang on. I am not an attorney. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial planner. I'm just a poor old country boy that, that my grandfather would just tell me common sense ain't common, yes, but sir. this just makes too much sense to be uncommon. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, yeah, self-directed IRAs are one of the biggest kept secrets. I won't say yeah, I would say kept secrets because going back to who's running things right now, right? You're looking right. at Morgan Stanley, you're looking at uh, TD uh, Watermark Trade, all those bigger companies, USB. Mm -hmm. These guys control the airwaves, okay? They want all that money rolled over and kept into their right. accounts. Right. So they can use stocks and bonds. If Let them tell the story. That's all you can buy, stocks, bonds, REITs. And REITs are just stocks and bonds put in another portfolio. So really, their goal is to make sure that we are funnel vision into that stuff. And so they drown out all the self-directed IRA firms. Meanwhile, self-directed IRA firms have the same authority, the same capacity as these guys. They just don't have the money, the volume, and the voice. And so mm. what we're doing is making sure that we can get them that attention because with that comes a freedom. Wall Street doesn't like that because if you're in a self-directed IRA, you can buy stocks, eh, or maybe you can buy a business from, the, from Mr. Mr. Grant. Uh, Mr. Hunt, excuse me. Or maybe you can buy uh, a note for myself. Maybe you can invest in your friend's business. So there's so many different things, buy apartment complexes, but you allow allowed to do things that you know how to do. And you don't have to rely on a stockbroker to manage your portfolio. So that's one of the reasons why self-directed IRAs are not necessarily known by everyone. But we're here to tell you, it's, it's easy as pie. If you listen to my podcast, we are sponsored by numerous uh, self-directed IRA firms. Right now we have Quest out of Texas who's sponsoring our podcast. M2 Trust has sponsored it many times. So there are many of them popping up all around, Next Generation. There's another right. one that we work with out of New Jersey. So right. definitely. Well, um, yeah, we, we, um, we're gonna be having a podcast with them um, in, a, in, a few, in a few days. Um, Brittany is just, she's- Hello, I said hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miss Brittany is, is, is special. So um, this, I mean, man. I'm, I think you're going to do well in this. It's just, I see your wheel spinning. So if, if you're I'm, listening to this podcast I'm, and you're equally as here's, here's my problem. Here's not, well, no, not my, it's not a problem. Right, right, my right, opportunity. Right. I, bad English, I is not a spring chicken. <laughs> so the things that I'm looking to do now is to set my children up so they're able to participate and, and, and take advantage of the things that were not afforded to me when I was their age. Amen, my friend, amen. So, so can, yeah, we work. If I can help them to do that, then Lord have mercy, Jesus. Yeah, one of the, like, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned on this podcast, but the people that we cater to are gonna be accredited investors and people looking to build family offices. So if you're not familiar with that, Family office is really what he's talking about. And that's Leo really one of the family offices all, all the time. Okay, wonderful. So we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, family offices are some of our biggest clients to take on these mortgage notes because here's the bottom line. You guys are looking, like you said, to build generational wealth for your family, but you don't necessarily 
want to dictate what your kids do with them, right. their lives, right? right? And well, so at the end of the day, having a, a note portfolio, performing one that's paying you. I just sold a portfolio of eight performing notes with a 20% return to a gentleman that had about three California notes, a Las Vegas note, you know, a lot of good solid assets in it. 13 year is average on it. And he's going to be collecting over $3,200 a month, 40,000 a year of this portfolio. So when you think about um, scaling this up, right? And that's mm -hmm. 13 year average. There's mostly about 20 years on this. The next 20 years, he's going to be getting closer 40,000 a year income by just people paying their mortgages, right? And so what, what I'm going with is with, with your children, having a family office is going to allow you guys to have income coming in mm -hmm. to give them opportunities to come and yes, employ themselves, right? Help you out with the right. firm, right? Make enough money yet still pursue their dreams, right? So right. what your kid doesn't want to go to college. He wants to be an artist. Well, let him do that. Come home to the office, help us with our notes. In the meantime, get out there and start painting and not worrying about how much the paint costs. Um, Jasmine, um, my cup runneth over. Um, is there a possibility that uh, the week of surplus wagon, you know, sometime down the road where we where, where we get back and, and then start to pinpoint a couple a couple initiatives? I would love to just, you know, I, I feel like time is going fast here as well. And of course I talk fast. So yeah, slowing no. it down and uh, making sure that we can get to some of the nuances of this. I'm definitely excited to come back and join you with you guys. You guys have been nothing but gentlemen from, to me. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that when people hear this, they, they'll probably will have some questions and they will be able to send the questions to us or to you. So if Either you way. would be, and, and what we want to do is, as I said, this is going to be recorded. Okay. Um, and what we want to be able to do is to give you the street cred that you rightfully deserve. You have mentioned the name of your, your company, your podcast a couple of times. So if you would be so kind as to slow it down because we'll have everything transcribed okay. so that for people to get in touch with you after today, if you would, you know, um, just just tell them how to get in touch with you and how to participate or view your podcast. Of course. We really, really appreciate that. And then we will look at circling the wagon somewhere down the road. Um, I, I think Elon would be, I think he too would be encouraged, particularly as we talk to next generation and, and yourself, that'll just sort of kind of fit, really fill our cup more than it is today, where we can be where we can be an honest broker, a partner for, for, for you, where we really, really, um, where iron truly sharpens iron in this process of helping people um, to realize that they can have more, they can be more, all they have to do is trust the process. Yes, sir. And um, as mentioned, I would love nothing more to spend more time with you now that the quarantine is over. Might bring my butt out there to come and take you guys to lunch, my friend. But I, I, I'm definitely excited about working with you. There's a lot of synergies, I do believe, with our two companies, firms, and our clients. I would love to have some of my members work with you to figure out how to do some of this tax, uh, what is it, tax segregation? Are you going to help us out with taxes? Well, yeah, through, through real estate, there's this thing called... Uh, 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 segregation, cost segregation, which, ah, which is from just which is phenomenal tax benefits. And depending on what your people do with the, the now let me ask this question. I need to get off, but here's the thing. 
Do you just help them with homes? Uh, are they single? Are they multi? Are they apartment complexes? Do you do anything with hotels? All of the above. Anything that has a note on it, I can buy and I do. The only thing I'm not buying right now, and I jokingly say are gastro bypass loans, but I'll be working on those. Uh, cell phone. <laughs> Your cell phone is a loan right now. They have a contract on that. It's transferable. Yes, right, yes. and, and student loans. Those are three loans I'm not buying right now. But yeah, hotel loans, uh, sold one class A building in Manhattan, $80 million uh, building. The notes sold for $40 million. That's my biggest trade of since. I've sold, um, there are multi-families. There are um, apartment buildings. I sold uh, some apartments up in Pacoima, California. So yeah, whatever there's a note on, if someone's looking to sell it, I'm the person they end up calling eventually. Wow. Buying and, and selling the notes is, is a very special T. So that's what I want to teach you guys to do because not everyone knows how to do it. So if you become someone that's known to, to, to find people who know how to buy and know how to buy it, then mm -hmm. you will be the go-to guy as well. There's enough space out here for all of us. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's enough. Um, you, is there anything else you want to you wanna say today before we, before we do a wrap up with this? This has been most exciting, informative, intriguing. I'm... Uh, Whew. Just make sure you, I want to see you at my class in July and I'll just leave you guys with my contact information. As mentioned, my next, I only have two more opportunities that I'm teaching this year. So we'll be in July in Houston in October. We are usually in New York City. To find out more about how to attend those, you can go to Eventbrite and type in Note Lab or contact my assistant, Latrice Nervous at invest at noteassistanceprogram.com. That's invest at noteassistanceprogram.com. Our website is also live and active. So if you go to that noteassistanceprogram.com website, you can talk to her live. She's going to pop up in one of those chat bubbles. And you can talk to her that way as well. Our phone number is 855-541-6683. And that is a text-friendly number as well. So we look forward to hearing from you. Listen, guys, the education is out there. Like he said, ignorance is no longer an excuse and it's not fun anymore. So what we wanna do is teach you how to have that fun making money and changing your financial trajectory. Well, and, and then, and, and, at the, and with all of that, you know, people talk about the whole idea of common sense, but I, over the, in my waning years, I realized that common sense ain't common and you can't rely on your, 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 your close-knit buddies who, are, who call themselves experts, one-dimensional experts to get mm -hmm. you from where you are to where you wanna be. You have to reach out and surround yourself with that. You talk about that family office, so to speak, the experts. So, ma'am, I, I, I am, I am so appreciative of your time today. I, I am, I am, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty close to being overwhelmed by the amount of information that you provided and the enthusiasm for which you've done it. And I just really love that pink hat. So individual, when you, when you just find the lady with the pink hat, that, that, you know, that, that's, that's her forte. Well, I look so forward to meeting that, in person. Um, I, I think, I, I think we have a good wrap. Um, it'll take a couple days for this to be, to be um, processed uh, and we'll make certain that we get it out to you. Hey, Leland Baptist here. And if you're looking to add investments to your portfolio, maybe something outside of the stock market, something you can put your hands on. That could be an established business. It can also be uh, investment real estate. Okay. But you're having trouble because maybe you need a team. You're realizing that you can't do it all on your own. You need people to help you with the analysis, the acquisition, the strategies, the capital raising. Heck, you just need help, right? 
Well, if that's the case, you're in luck. We have a program in a group called Asset Builders Club. Asset Builders Club or ABC. And if this sounds like something that has great interest for you, then all you have to do is this. Go to assets2freedom.com. That is assets2freedom.com. A-S-S-E-T-S, the number two, freedom.com. And we'll see you on the inside.